Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get me started, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started there's certain things you don't want me to talk you about yeah. you got him started i got him i got him started hey we are starting so i got him started you got me started now i'm all riled up um <laughs> here we are guys post game show sherrod blakely is at the garden where the hey, celtics Sherrod's celtics earned a grade a prime you know uh moral victory tonight back. yeah a big pat on the back and again potential it's, victory it's hard to dog the potential victory. It's hard to dog these guys considering everything that happened. Um, you know, they were down three rotation players uh, and uh, with Grant Horford and Schroeder in a non-COVID illness. The other two guys down in the COVID protocols, plus Sam Herter, plus Jabari Parker. Uh, it's, and then um, your boy Langford went out. Sherrod and then Ro- and John. Fr- friggin' Romeo. Goes out eight Romeo, minutes in. Oh, you had to bring uh, him. We're bringing Bobby too. Bobby's at His Bobby's neck. at the garden. Bobby always finds the His darkest neck. corner of the garden and says, "Hey, Here's I went a- right to the Joe's place, <laughs> Whatever. Where says, are you, dude? You're not says, at the garden tonight. Where are you? You're you you you're out partying somewhere. He says, "This is a good spot for me." This is exactly where Joe's no place sent me with the beautiful black drop, backdrop, and you can't see it. So black drop is here. Right. We are. No, you were yeah, right. Black yeah. drop. That's I mean, black drop. I mean, you can literally, you know. John, why do we send this guy to the game? He can literally be anywhere right now. You know what I mean? Because he he's not going to wear those suits anywhere. I, he know? might. He might. I've seen him wear uh, a number of different outfits at these games. Yeah. Anyways, what's right. up, Bobby? That was part of the job description. <laughs> um, that was disappointing, huh? Like I, I'm not going more victory here. That was pretty poor execution through a number of stretches in the second half to end up with a loss here in a game that I felt like the Celtics played better in. I mean, they were the better defensive team in the second half. Probably better offensive team, too, the way Curry and others are playing there. For yeah, State. Warriors so, played, played a bad game. Yeah, until uh, the, the second unit just beat up on Boston. And it happened in the first half. It happened in the second half. And a decisive stretch there. Uh, Curry hits two shots down the stretch. And that's basically the game, those two shots that he hit that separated this one. Free yeah. throws, obviously, that's a big one. That halftime debacle where you lost four points in a game you lose by four, oh. probably the most definitive moment of this one. Is this getting the tech and smart fouling there? Did they miss both free throws more times than ever in yes. history tonight? Yeah, Rob, yeah. Rob missed both Rob, twice. Uh, Rob, Jalen one time. Oh my god, got yeah, a lot of missed free throws. Missed free throws. There were so many. At the rim. 
but missed yeah. layups, missed free throws. Neesmith, I know, I know, I know, but like that's it, man. That's the job you got. If you're gonna earn your minutes, oh, when, they, shot. when they find you in the corner on the open corner three, and you have five yeah, seconds to take it, you have to not those. That should be seventy five. If you're a shooter, you knock down three out of four of those. I mean, give me a break. Yeah, I mean. That's what he does, right? I mean, it's not like you can, like, lie on your resume and say that you're proficient in Excel and then, like, they give you an Excel spreadsheet and you can't do it. It's like, this guy hits threes. So <laughs> right. why, why, why can't he hit threes? Like, we've all lied on our on our resumes before. At least I, I have. Edit, but... Yeah. Bobby told me he edited Premiere. He doesn't freaking edit on Premiere. <laughs> he edit Premiere? <laughs> But like, what is like, what is Neesmith doing if he's not doing that? You know, like, what is it that you do here? Yeah, what do you do here? Right. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. I know, and then he loses his confidence, you know, and then yeah, good. He drove and he got an and one one time, but then another time he just took a nice charge. Take it, and he, you know, and and another time at the top of the key, he kind of drives into was, nowhere and passes into a sea of, the of blue. Even with all the misses, right? He was, he was, he was engaged and active. You just want to. I'm just piling on. It's not a Neesmith. It's not a bash Neesmith show. He no. made. He made the most of his opportunities relative to what he normally does, and he ran with that first unit in that third quarter when they friggin' replacing Romeo when they cut the lead down. So he did great there. Uh, you just want it. These are just the missed opportunities. You want to see him knock down those threes. You want to see them hit their layups. You want to see them not turn the ball over when they're not being pressured. You know, uh, and you know the the free throws. Right? Free just throw. a lot well, of that stuff. The, yeah. This was an opportunity game for Neesmith because of the players that were yeah. out. You know, because and he made a, he made. He made something of it. He just could have done he more. He made something of it. He, he was serviceable out there for sure. But yeah, there were opportunities missed as well. You know, they're like yeah. the big shot from, you know what I mean? Like the, there were points in the game where the Celtics were making their run and they made a great second half run. And, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, but I love the way they played in the second half. I really do. I mean, I thought the way the first half ended, I was like, wow, that couldn't have gone any more poorly. No. They just lost any momentum that they even had cutting it to 10. And then they came out firing in the second half, which I, which I, you know, I was all over, all about. So Neeson was a part of that, but there are bits and pieces of that run where you say, damn, like that's one that you wish they could have had. Maybe, maybe that, you know, really punches the warriors in the mouth there because the Celtics were right at that hump for pretty much <laughs> the entire second half, but they couldn't really get over it and make a little bit of a lead of their own. Yeah. Well, Bring in Joe Sway really, as well. What's up, Joe Sway? I thought was, What's up, Joe Sway? You good? Okay, he can't hear us. He ain't, blink he ain't if good. blink if you've got us, Joe Sway. <laughs> I thought he ain't I got nobody. Blink. Anyway, here, here's the thing: um, coaches and players always talk about control what you can control, and I, I thought that's where the Celtics kind of let this game get away from them. Free throws, you can control free throws. You absolutely mm -hmm. control how well you make or miss those. You know, between Jalen Brown and Time Lord, they missed six out of seven free throws. That can't happen. You can't. You just can't <laughs> blow those many that many opportunities. Yeah, you can't hear us, kidding. Back to the back to the basics, man. You guys hear me? Yes. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Back to the basics, man. You know that's a good point, Sherrod. You know that's something that the coach is gonna. That's that gave me like high school flashback. Like, look, you guys lost by this many points. Look how many free throws you missed. But can Ime really say that when he's the one that earned that technical foul? I mean, there's a lot of those opportunities that I thought the Celtics should have capitalized on, especially those free throws. But, you know, at the end of the day, it did come back to, to, to bite them, you know? Yeah. And I thought Tatum today, I mean, overall, you know, last game against Milwaukee, I thought we saw top five Tatum. Today was more like top 25. 
Tatum. He was good, put up good numbers. Oh, but that third quarter though. At, that, that's well. He went from top fifty-five to top twenty-five because of, of what he did. <laughs> well, you know what I like though, Sherrod. What I'll say in this, they were buzzing. They were obviously looking to double. You know, they were playing off other guys, waiting for Tatum to make his move. You could see the way the defense was looking. You know, way, they, they so they were waiting to smother him at every turn. And it, it looked for a while in that first half, like Golden State. That first quarter, it looked like they had six guys out there. They were just buzzing around the ball, and every mm-hmm. time Boston went anywhere near the lane, people were slapping at it. People were. Mm-hmm. And so it took a while for Tatum to get into it. To his credit, I'll say, it wasn't one of those games that he forced the issue. He couldn't get going, and he couldn't find his spots early, and he kind of let it come to him a little bit, which I'll take over him just going one on four, you know, and turning the ball over a ton and going in and hunting fouls and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I I didn't think he did that. He actually kind of kept it you know, kept his composure a little bit until he could start to work it. And he definitely started feeling it there in the third. So you're right. Like you want to see more of an impact in a game like this when you're down this many people, but I actually, you know, I'm tough on Tatum a lot. This was one where I, you know, you know I'm going to, uh, <laughs> just has got company. Just wait, you, just wait. There's who's so many people up here. Who's, who's club box are you in right now, man? This place, this is the most packed I've seen it up here with spectators, man. Like it's usually half media, half spectators. You in like, a Robert Kraft suite or something, man? It's like it's like seventy Damn. spectators, yeah, 30, 30 media members, man. Let me ask you this real quick. What's the practical joke you told? What's the joke you told Bobby where you sent him to a spot where he could get a good uh, shot? Because literally, he was like, he's like, Joe Sway told me to go here and it's just black around him. He's in a bat cave right now. I don't know what to tell him. I'm sorry. He's going to have to come sit next next, next to me or something because I don't know how. It's the same exact view, but you got the Celtic stuff in the back. You know what it is, Joe Sway? These games, anybody who's loosely affiliated with the TD Garden or the Celtics, they get like, a family member who wants to go to the game, they they just toss him here. Take this pass. Head up to, to nine. Halo. Yeah, head up yeah. to nine. Go find a seat. Don't like eye contact with anybody. That's why you got like a hundred more people, or probably yeah, how funny? How, there. how funny would it be? Is as Jimmy was saying that, someone just hands me a beer. I'm like, thanks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with yeah, all the people around me, it does. I'm sure it looks like I'm in like a nice like like suite. You know, take it in the game. But no, that's not the case. <laughs> what was the uh, how how I so this is typically my favorite. This isn't a shocker, but Celtics Warriors has always been just an yeah. electric atmosphere and such a fun game to go to. Did it feel that way tonight? Pre-game it did. And and I, everything? It did. And I, and, I, and I tell you why, Jimmy, the way this, this team came out after halftime, because trust me, you've been here plenty of times, Jimmy. You know when this crowd's getting ready to, to, yeah. to, to just say, you know what, F this, I'm out. And they had about two minutes to make up for the first half in that opening, uh, you know, second or third quarter, rather. And this team just really lit things up. You know, it got the crowd into it. I, I thought they played a they played a part for sure in that third quarter to keep that rally going to the end. And, um, yeah, the fourth quarter was, was up for grabs. But, of course, the, the Warriors refocused, you know, at the end of the day. But you can't fault the Celtics for, for, for the way they were getting – buckets you know most teams would have just said okay now it's Tatum and Brown to take over but they didn't do that and I thought that that worked for the better guys like Richardson was Mm -hmm. making threes you know guys were more involved you want that to be the case regardless of who you're playing against regardless of the situation so I don't hate the Celtics approach but again you know it's for this one I think it was back to the basics in the sense of you have to capitalize on those free throws and, and those little minor or you know depending how you look at it those little Tweaks here and there is how you beat a team like the Golden State Warriors when you fall down by 20 in the first half. 
Especially when you don't have all your, your guys around. I mean, you were Especially. missing, you weren't just missing, right. you weren't just missing a couple of guys. You were missing really key core type of guys. Uh, I would love to have seen Grant Williams that we've seen this year play against a guy like Draymond to see how he handles mm -hmm. that matchup. We'd love to have seen Al Horford out there, you know, doing what, what Al does as far as facilitating, rebounding, helping stretch the floor, those type of things. And to, to have those pieces missing. And yet, essentially, this game comes down to like the last couple of minutes. You know, you, you, if you're the Celtics, you have to feel kind of good about that. But you know that, to your point, Joe Sway, there were so many little things that they could have done a little bit better at that would have dramatically changed this outcome. And free throw shooting is one of them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but what are we going to do? Better, man. Talk about free. I mean, they missed the free throws. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate. <laughs> well, we're but... not doing the free throw show. What the hell? What can we say other than Wait, what can we say John, other than what, what the hell is the wrong film. with them? For not Show the film, free. John. Show the film. Yeah, make make them. Oh, watch here. Here's where he misses. Yep, long. There's, that there's one's probably long. Probably an old uh, red 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 our back like fundamentals video on free throws. Okay, I, that, I got, I'll do you one. I'll do you one Nick better. Nick Jelso will fire up for us. I'll do you one better. How about this? How about the fact that, and I said this to Grenham, who's sitting next to me, right? Chris Grenham from Forbes. I said, how about? Robert Williams finally CLNS makes that mid-range. Yeah, right? He finally makes that mid-range jumper that he's missed for like the last two months, and then they wave it away. Fast forward, next oh, possession, yeah, Steph Curry gets two opportunities to get a wide-open three. You know he's not going to miss the second one, regardless if he's right above Lucky, you know, almost near the logo, and he drains yeah. it. Like, that was just – those sort of swings – really did this team in all of a sudden it was a 10-point game after that there was a lot of them i mean that 10-0 run late there obviously with the back-to-back -back curry threes a oh, couple of man. couple of bogus calls that friggin ridiculous one on richardson and again you're not going right. to call that for the thing but you know uh, but it just, felt like the clock was just like slowly going like, yeah. like the clock didn't want the game to end it's like come on Celtics, get back in this you know, know it was such a long fourth quarter but in a good way for the Celtics down the stretch but they just yeah, came up short it was frustrating. Um, frustrating game only because, again, as, as you said, Jimmy, you know, not a game you expect to win, but a game they could have won um, if they executed better. Um, and so it's a bummer. But, I mean, we just keep riding this friggin' roller coaster. And the problem, again, for now, we're talking about a game and almost 30, a season and almost 30 games, is there's always reasons. There's good enough reasons for why they're not, uh, playing better and then you see glimpses like last game which was their best game of the, one, maybe their best game of the year um, against you know a quality team and uh, and then you kind of get back into this and yeah well they're out a bunch of guys and they could have should have would have and you know you don't know how to feel about this one it's just you know this this just it's exhausting it's exhausting this this friggin this ride with this team right now all right, the Garden Report postgame show, as always, is brought to you by our exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online. Just go to betonline.ag, use the code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We've got it all going right now. You got basketball, hockey, NFL yeah. football, NCAA football, horses, MMA, golf. Is there still golf? If there isn't, there there's, will be there's, there's, there's always golf. golf there's always on. some yeah. kind of golf. Props, live betting, all kinds of weird stuff. Out, outside of the sports realm, anything you want to, you know, place a bet on. Yep. BetOnline's got it. BetOnline.ag. Code CLNS50. 50% welcome bonus. Go check it out right now. And as always, make sure to gamble responsibly. You know? What did you guys think of uh, Jalen tonight? Sloppy Joe. Sloppy Joe. Oh, wow. Sloppy Jay. I Sloppy. actually thought, I thought, um, I thought he came on 
a lot better in the second half, I guess, like everyone else. But there was a – I wasn't obviously at the game, but according to Twitter, a lot of people said that um, Ime kind of led into him and Cantor at one point in the first half. And I think yeah. after that, may have woken him up a little bit. He seemed active In the first there. quarter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I know he was a little bit sluggish or slow or whatever it was to start, but I thought he kind of came around. Um, so his numbers like any, are better anything. than his play. I agree. His numbers are way better than his play. Because, I mean, he had 20 points, shot 50% from the field. But, damn, he had five turnovers. He made some I bad choices. Sloppy, yeah. Yeah. He made lots of bad choices. So He went back to that yeah. classic, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna lose my footing, but not sure where to pass it to. And then Warriors defenders were everywhere. You know, yeah. it seemed like yeah. as soon as he left his feet, well, that, it was like, like they were waiting on him. Bad turnover mm-hmm. in the end and towards the end there when he dribbled it off his, off his leg. Oh, man. That yeah. was bad. I mean, that was. And I love the way Jalen and, 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 and yeah, uh, they were Tatum were playing off each other, but they couldn't. Neither one could capitalize. It's again, there was a lot to like off this game. Like Marcus Smart, like you know, I didn't even waste so, getting angry. I didn't even waste any anger about what happened at the end of the first half. Like it sucked, and it was boneheaded. And then, I mean, yeah. he wiped all of it away in like a minute and fifteen seconds of the of the third quarter, just friggin' flying all over the place. And then at the end, there, you know, you got the two biggest grit guys in the league, both going for a ball, and who gets it? Friggin' Marcus out dives Draymond, you yeah. know, on a critical play. By like an inch. Yeah. By an, yeah. It's awesome. He was yeah. awesome. He was all he was over everywhere. the place. He was everywhere. The way his passing, he found smart on a nice little one underneath with that monster dunk there. I mean, yeah, uh, nice found uh, Rob, found yeah. Rob. Rob for the love. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I mean, so many different things that he did tonight. He was good when they were shutting down and they couldn't get to their spots. When Tatum and Brown were struggling, getting into the paint, smart was getting into the paint. Like mm-hmm. I thought he, you know, I thought he did a lot of good things tonight. So there was a lot in the energy that third quarter is probably one of their better quarters of the season in terms of both ends of the floor sort of energy. And again, yeah. It was still just sloppy enough where they could have probably taken a lead there uh, and and it entered that fourth with a you know six eight point lead, um, you know. So there was plenty to like. It's just frustrating. Yeah. Look, they win 80 percent of the games they play like this. They yeah. win. Yeah. Uh, and, and and that's and that, that's so you know the one silver lining I think that they got to take away from this play. You got to close that damn gap on that other twenty percent. I mean, you you got to find ways to get these games because you because right now you've had too many damn games like this. Where you've been just right there, and then you know you get Charlie Brown and, and wind up on your ass. But again, <laughs> was Charlie Brown sure the guy I... that came in in the second quarter when Romeo went out? Jimmy was checking his. <laughs> Jimmy was, was like, che- Jimmy's checking his program. <laughs> I have to text you guys. Did I miss an announcement? Did they make a trade? Like, did I did I even catch? Ninety-seven. I was like, I. He's talking about Thomas. Kid? Broder- yeah, Broderick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broderick he, Thomas. He's like, he's he like called him Tomas. Yeah. I mean, oh, man, gosh. when you reach that deep into your into your depth chart, you know yeah. that you know there's got to be some level of injuries going on with the team right now. But this is the a very that- a very regular conversation. Just for, I'll get back to you, Jimmy. But for the viewers at home, a very regular type of conversation we have in our text thread is Bobby Manning saying, "Oh my God, I love such and such. We need to blank blank something something." And and then Jimmy and I will be like, "Who?" Well, yeah, wait. <laughs> Wait, time out. I think I actually said unsubscribe yesterday. Stop stop talking about these random people. There's there's only so many names I can hold in my head, and Broderick Thomas is not one of them. You can't just just throw in a number 97 and not have Jimmy just be like, who is this dude? Oh, I was like, I I did a triple take. I actually pulled up the roster. I was like, okay, am I going to have to talk about this guy tonight? 
if he's right. gonna, if he's gonna play all, all game, I'm gonna have to talk with this guy tonight. I was about to do my famous <laughs> YouTube highlight reel uh, research, but I didn't get yeah. to that. Didn't get that <laughs> deep into the game. Jimmy did one of these. Like that's not Hauser. Yeah. yeah, literally, I was like, who is that? Jimmy watches the, it's one of those games. Jimmy watches the first half from Twitter. Uh, and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, crap. Who is this? Yeah. I got to go. I got to go do research now. I have to go pull up. <laughs> yeah. Pull up, this, pull up the main, the main Red Claws. I'm, I'm on the main Red Claws. Trying to navigate no, their website. they're not the Red Claws, Jimmy. They're the Celtics. The they're main always, Celtics. Get it right. Always the right. Red Claws to me. They're always the Red Claws to me. Damn, you're just, you're just so passionate games. about it, huh? No, that's yeah. Um. He's just so passionate about it. They should have kept it the Red Claws. They named it the Red Claws as paid tribute to Red Auerbach. That was one of the things they wanted to name it, the Red Claws. And they were like, you know what? Screw Red. We're just going to call them the Celtics. I'm not going to. Oh, is, it, is that part of it? The Red Red Auerbach? Yeah. Yeah, that was part oh. of it. That was original. Yeah. Originally, what, what the thinking yeah. was. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was just whatever. It's like when people have to think about your name, it doesn't work. Like, you ever see the movie, That Thing You Do, and they call themselves The Wonders, but they spell it O-N-E? Yeah. and everyone's like the oneaters and they're like oh forget it well that was <laughs> like uh that was like the beatles i i had no idea that it was beatles like the beat of music i was like why the yeah. hell yeah well yeah. i figured the, you know, the, the, red, beatles. the red lobster you know that's what they're that's what they love right well it's it's a, it's a double on it's what's the word double on double entendre, entendre. Yeah, yeah double, double entendre, entendre. <laughs> double on you had it, Jimmy. on yeah don't say it like a question man just go with it you know that's what act, it was, though. Act as just, if, buddy. Act as if. Just the Celtics, like yeah. whatever. You know, good, good for SEO, I guess, right? Jimmy no was afraid. Was, Jimmy was afraid he was gonna say double on Tandra or something. Like I was gonna say like double <laughs> on Tandre. I think I was gonna say. <laughs> he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna get real creative accents at the end. Yes, there yeah. is the main aspect of it too, like lobsters of Maine. So there was like yeah, there was there's a like a triple on Tandra. Triple. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Triples are good. Triples are good. I think <laughs> triple in the nose. <laughs> I think I think I'm not surprised that you I'm surprised you haven't sent Bobby up there yet. He's literally like I think you think he's joking. He's itching really to, go. to go. No, he's he's, he's just waiting for me to say, okay, Bobby, I'll pay for it. You know, like Yeah, he, he wants you to pay for that train ticket. You know, on the yeah. weekends it's only ten dollars. You should just I made that up actually, I think. It's ten dollars. <laughs> you totally made that up, Jimmy. If you stay in Massachusetts <laughs> No, wait, you know what? I don't think I made that up. You can actually just pay $10 and you can go anywhere on the train. In the world like, for $10. I know you. No, no, no. I think it's, I know you can go to Providence. No, that's, so that's, the, Jimmy, Maine. that's the Red Lobster Buffet. That's not, that's not me. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, there's like a weekend promotion that the, like the MBTA is doing. That's actually Red Lobster. Where are my train people at? Where are my people I'm taking the train at? Back me up here. They're bucks. homeschooling, Jimmy. They're homeschooling. They're all homeschooling. Ten so bucks, the damn it. MBTA that's based in Mass is, is making trips to, to Maine. All right. They go. They go. Yeah. They. <laughs> yeah. They bucks. go. <laughs> for ten bucks. Yeah. They go over state lines, Joe Sway. Yeah, the United States Am here. Amtrak's gonna be out of business in no time. Let's bring in this fool. What's up, Bobby? What's up? What's going on? What? Uh, any anything out of the anything out yeah, of the post game we're talking just, about? I think you just freeze the show. Froze the show for a bit. Uh, yeah. Bobby, anything out yeah, of the post game? No, just disappointment with the rebound, the loose balls. That was something I didn't mention in my minute there talking at the beginning of the show. That was weird. It was a good huh? minute, the, though. The amount of offensive rebounding that the Warriors pulled off early in this game mm -hmm. on Boston. I mean, they couldn't hold down a single rebound. A early. lot of them were long rebounds, too. Yeah. Yeah, so that was yep. disappointing. It wasn't something uh, Udoka expected to impact them, and it did in a big way early. I think they had five in the first quarter, Golden State. 
uh, three on that first play where Wiggins was just volleyballing it. Uh, so Freedom didn't do all that much to address that. I thought his runs were pretty rough with that bench unit there. That was a big theme of what Emei was talking about. Are, are well, we really starting this with with Eme, with with Ennis was the problem? Yeah, it was disappointing you had to use him in this <laughs> one like, with yeah. all the other fours and fives out. This is a horrible matchup for him. And then that big shot by Iguodala played a big role in this one too. He actually defended that one fairly well. Just a crazy shot that he hit there. Um, but otherwise, just how I'm blaming him. Stuff. Uh, I mean, he was the team worse plus minus and, you know, pretty rough bench stretches from him and those guys out there. It wasn't all him, but uh, just an array of oh, guys this is sad the to hear. that couldn't contribute against Golden State. Whether it was Pritchard, who, again, non-factor in this one. Neesmith came and went. Lankford disappearing with another injury there. Let's see if they'll get him back. There wasn't much of an update on him in the postgame. If, honestly, if he plays tomorrow, I want I, I, I wouldn't let him play. If you're if your team is that shorthanded, and if he can go tomorrow and he couldn't tough it out tonight, just right. just go just go away. Seriously, weird like, situation on that play too. Joe Sway was talking about that, like no one really coming over, and because I think they thought he was trying to and, sell it for a while, yeah. you know. Yeah, but that's not <laughs> that shouldn't be. You, you gotta have your boys gotta have your back on that one, or at least the medical staff. It's like <laughs> everyone, everyone just sort of looked at each other. and was like, "You want to go? No, he got it. He's good." By the way, like, is he down again? By the way, who is the number one defensive rebounding team in all of basketball this season? Does anybody know? The Boston Celtics. You know, you know that's my least favorite stat. It's the Warriors. 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 And the number one defense too. Yeah, number Bron's one, number his... one defensive rebounding team in all of in all of basketball. So, um, you know, it was it is what no it is. Kidding. Yeah, Bron's got his and, hands on a lot of balls on the offensive, and end he can't too. grab them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Wow. But that lineup: Chioza, Bielita, Wiggins, Lee, Iguodala. That's the one that killed you. Steph Curry didn't even really kill you in this one. No, he wasn't no. that good. Thirty points. And fall out. Yeah, missed we a lot talked of- about that. This was a game where Steph yeah. Curry was not on his game. Yes, he had a few big shots, and he had some, you know, his typical dribbling and ball handling that he does. But he missed some wide open threes. He missed some shots at the rim. Like this was a winnable game, and that's where the disappointing factor comes in. It's yeah. not. It's not so much that you're disappointed in like the effort. Although that being said, what can we talk about again? Another horrible <laughs> start by the Celtics. I mean, this is their their Achilles heel. You can't go down. You're you're lucky that you even made this into a game because if you go down 20 points to the Golders, there's a good chance you're not sniffing uh, a comeback uh, or your offense just can't keep up. The only reason they were able to is because Curry wasn't on his game tonight and, you know, Warriors in general weren't like that automatic on the offensive end. And the Celtics caught a little lightning in a bottle and made made a nice comeback. But you can't go down 20 like they have been in these games. And that's what Emei's been talking about, these starts of these games. They come out with no energy or whatever it is and no effort and confusion. And I think that's we why he started email yelling at the players. Well, Andrew Wiggins was, Andrew Wiggins was a problem. Was All, say, particularly man. in the first half. Andrew oh, Wiggins yeah, was a major a problem. Question, and, yeah. and that, that you're right. I mean, you, you but know, he's not, was, he's not what? They made him into a problem. Tonight. Tonight, yeah. problem tonight. I think they contributed to that, right? With the lack of I, I we do have Marcus. We do have Marcus at the podium here. I'm gonna hop and be right back. <laughs> Jimmy, what? 
What was that? <laughs> what was that a banaka? Don't worry we about it. We can't smell you, man. You're good. Just a little tree farm <laughs> festival. Uh, making the place smells like Christmas trees up in here. As you can see, I'm getting into the Christmas spirit a little bit. So, uh, picked this up today. No free ads, but um, yeah, cover no free it up. Ads, but, um, yeah, cover that up. We don't. We don't. Yeah, we don't do that. Tree farm <laughs> no festival. It's a spray. No candles. I don't. You know, I don't have any candles lit right now. So I don't want to. But I still want to get the aromas. Yeah, I have candles are downstairs. But. Yeah, but you got the wooden. Th you know, maybe maybe stay away from. The yeah, table, I got some know? beams here that I don't really want to. I really don't want to. These things will go up quickly. You probably got some lacquer on it. You know, some really flammable stuff. You know. This is this is this is an old building. I imagine this place would go up very quickly. So I don't want to have, have anything to do with that. Yeah, I feel like it was almost a almost a flashback of what Boston did last week in uh, in LA. But that second quarter, I felt like just really put this pushed the Celtics back. I mean, that twenty point hole, and then to end things off, you pulled to within ten before halftime, and then a right. four point swing because of a an awful, stupid foul by Marcus Smart. Like John, you know, he did make up for it, you know, in that third quarter, but that was huge. It you was know, bad. Those are the, those are the kind of bad. plays that come back. Those are the kind of plays that the, the, the basketball gods, I feel like, are going to make you pay for it later on. And, you know, that four points, I mean, you, the Celtics really needed those four points down the stretch. And, you know, you, you combine the terrible foul along with uh, an awful reaction or a poorly timed reaction by, by Ime Udoka, who got, the, who got the tech, and that was the four points right I there. think he wanted to send a message there, you know. But, yeah, mm -hmm. um, he, he, was, he was hunting for that tech. He was pissed off. Um, uh, I didn't like the way it was going. I mean, just yeah, wait like point one more seconds and then say something on your way out. <laughs> you can <laughs> you, you know? get the you get the tech to start the third quarter too. That's not uh, a great way. They may have let that one. Slide. Just get him, get him in the tunnel. You know, say hello, something in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, well, something on the no. way out. Real quick, uh, while Bobby's while Bobby's listening to Marcus <laughs> Smart, we'll tell you about one of our sponsors here, uh, oh, yeah. LinkedIn, and this is for you know you can get a job, go get a job. Um, if you want new year, on, new job How about on that, LinkedIn, guys? but this, what we're, what we're advertising here is uh, if you want to post a job, if you're a small business like us here at CLNS media, we use LinkedIn uh, a lot looking for, uh, for talent. Uh, and, uh, yeah, geez, are you kidding me? Um, I know we do. Yeah, we do it. I don't know why we wouldn't. Exactly. Um, so you should too, you can get <laughs> a lot of people are a little, you know, worried about doing it and, uh, you know, out of the jump here. So if you want to kind of dip your toe in, test the waters, you get to post one free job here. Uh, if you go there, linkedin.com slash garden, uh, create a free job post in minutes, reach your network beyond the world's largest professional network of Joe Sway. Say it with me. 770 million <laughs> 700. people. 700 million. It's unbelievable. I don't know where we That's, found all these. That humans. number doesn't even Mad people. sense no in my head. Zero bots. These all are right. real people. Focus on candidates with the right they all skills. They nine to fives. Like yeah. adults? Yeah. In the world? Yeah. Everybody's looking for that. <laughs> Mini? The cool it's thing about this is you don't even have to have a business to go on LinkedIn.com slash Guardian. You can just be like, you know what? I want to hire like an intern to just do some stuff for me. You might not even have a business, but you know what? You can go hire somebody anyways. Yeah. You guys can right. figure out the details, whatever you want to pay or not. We don't care. We don't go care. Go check what it out. Yeah, yeah, just go go out there and hire somebody. Just hire somebody. Right? <laughs> just hire somebody. You can, uh, hire, you can jobs. literally hire somebody for free. Yeah. Number one, delivering quality hires versus your leading competitors. And if you're just some guy hiring somebody, really anybody is your competition at this point. Um, right. So, again, LinkedIn.com slash garden. Post that first job for free. Go out and get some. Uh, guys, any other it's thoughts so on this? 
What's that? Someone someone said his project Thomas on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, that man. Has a job, that's where the Celtics gotta, found him actually before the game. Yeah, he's got a job. Yeah, maybe. Stop. Well, <laughs> Broderick Thomas slander. Yeah. Um, I have to imagine all the guys they he lost tonight the are back. not going to get out of COVID protocols for tomorrow. So you're going to be shorthanded as well. Um, you don't know what's going on with Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, who had a non-COVID illness and Romeo, if that neck miraculously heals uh, and he can return. I mean... People are so mean to Romeo, man. That was a tough I night. was actually... So <laughs> it's, I, just, it's just it's bad luck, if anything. It's not like he's This is going to shock you guys. I People missed so that. It's a contact sport. Get up. You know, if he's look, if, if he's got a concussion, game. it's a different story, you know. But I mean, it, well, that's what I, I was gonna say. Right. I just don't know. I I couldn't. I I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, so I can't really comment on it. But if it was a concussion, then that would make. Sense. But you know what, though, I feel like they would have said. No, they definitely would have said it's a concussion, like <laughs> symptoms or something like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They test for that stuff, like pretty they quickly. Test. People asking if there's going to be a Spaces. We did uh, Twitter Spaces the other night. It was enjoyable. We are not going to do it tonight. We're not going to do it after every game. We will do it from time to time. Uh, I, we are going to do one before the Patriots game tomorrow. I'll tell you guys more about the Pats stuff. Uh, if you want to join us, we got a double dip tomorrow, Celtics post game and a Patriots post game show. Um, so definitely uh, make sure to check that out. Um, we should just combine post game shows and just, say, just be mayhem. I'm sure Lazar would love that. Yeah, I don't think he, would. he loves his hoops, man. He's a season ticket holder. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he, but his, his in his family, he's been going. He's been going his whole life. He, he's a big Celtics guy. If he wasn't doing this, he's not afraid be, to rip into them either, which is good. He knows his stuff. He knows his basketball absolutely. I mean, he's a savant with football, of course, but he knows his hoops pretty well. He could jump on this show and you know, and 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 he he'd have he, some strong. He probably has film breakdown of Celtics, and we don't even know it. He knows more about it than we do. Yeah, for sure. Probably. <laughs> for sure. Uh, it's funny. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I'm putting a bow on this one because there's some other things I want to talk about as well. But we'll, uh, you know, just this game, it's tough. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't want to get deep into the COVID protocol stuff either. It's a mess. They got to figure it out. The NFL's changing their rules. NBA might have to as well. You can't be losing four and five dudes and have them out for five, six days at a time. It's just unsustainable right now. So Celtics are really feeling it. We'll see what happens uh, if the league gets together and starts figuring some stuff out. Obviously, news today involving Kyrie Irving. We'll get into that in a little bit. But, guys, anything more on the Old game? Friend. No. I'll defer to you guys. I'll ask this question. Are the Warriors your um, your guys' uh, favorites to win the whole thing? I don't know. Don't all jump at I'm once. I'm torn between them and Phoenix. I'm, I'm torn between like Phoenix. Them Phoenix. Yeah, me too. Me too. I kind of like Phoenix. But don't, they've, but uh, they've kept they get this, clay, they've kept but Warriors going. get they've clay both. back and – have a little bit of that, you know, been there, done that sort of thing when it comes right. to winning so there's championship. Like the flashy against uh, the hard nose working group, right? Like I like the contrast between those two. So, but yeah, I sort yeah. of like the underdog feel to the to the Suns. So, I'm oh, sure. I'd rather have the Suns. I, I I think the Suns are a blast, and I, I you know get tired of watching the same team win all the time. But the Warriors are a lot of fun to watch too. So I mean, they're so way, fun, and I like their personalities. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say I thought John. I was gonna say I think John's hating this Western Conference uh, future <laughs> matchup, <laughs> Western no. Conference Finals matchup. I love I love the personality. I love Steph. Clay is one of my favorite players, favorite personalities in the game. I love Clay Thompson. Uh, this is to me like when they were killing people. Like it sucked for the competitive balance. I thought it was yeah. an easy team to root for. This wasn't one of those dynasties where I'm like lose. You know, like 
Yeah, I mean, and even Draymond, I appreciate it. You know, he drives me freaking crazy. But all in yeah. all, like, I love that this team exists. I like that they're kind of back into it because that was right. a really totally on dominant run. Um, like, so another, like a re up, yes. Yeah, cool. I, I love these guys. I like that Wiggins is playing better too. Um, you know, uh, I like it's that Iguodala yeah. literally will never retire. Um, <laughs> Especially the way he looked tonight. Jeez. Yeah, they made yeah. him look like he's Duncan got five ways and to go. Stripping guys. What was it? Uh, was that Thomas that didn't even know where he was after he lost that ball? Like, yeah. Uh, like one thing. Draymond, I mean, not Draymond. Iguodala was on his way up, and he was still in motion to make a layup. He's like, wait, where did the ball go? And he was gone. Like, one thing I did want to talk about from tonight, because we, we alluded to it briefly, so I'll just throw it out to you guys. I'm doing a full heel turn here uh, on Rob. Uh, what's wrong with this guy, man? What's wrong with him? He looks <laughs> – it's it's back to old Rob. He's he can't grab rebounds. Old you see, Greg. Oh, it's the most perplexing, most perplexing player of my lifetime. He'll at times do the do the single most coordinated thing I've ever seen a human being do: contort his body in a weird way, catch something with his left hand, dunk it over the back of his head, land on his tiptoes, and like do a little ballet move, and he's fine. And then literally, there's a ball in front of him, and he goes to grab it, and he friggin' bounces off his chin and out of bounds. Like I can't figure this guy out at all. Sometimes he's got a basketball IQ that you think he's a friggin' genius. And other times he just looks no. completely clueless. Okay. He's either his motor moves and sometimes it stops. I can't figure this guy out. It's like he's being controlled by levers or something. And then the, just sometimes somebody forgets to pull the lever and the thing doesn't go, you know, I, I can't figure him out, man. I can't do it. You should stop you know, trying. Somebody say yeah, something. I, 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 listen, I, I, I'm, I'm going to keep my Romeo We're stock. worried about you, John. All right, I'll say it. We're all worried about you. <laughs> Everyone's looking at me. Is it, is it my problem? <laughs> I mean, for me. Is this an intervention? I feel like it's, the, it's, it's not your it's fault, John. Together for John. John, it's not it's your fault. It's been him okay. trying to find his office. Yeah, it's not it's your him, fault. It's not John, your fault, John. It's him, John. not you. It's him, not you. It's not John starts crying. Don't do this. To me, Stop saying don't this, do, man. Don't do Stop this. To doing me. It. Seriously. <laughs> no, it's 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 it's, it's frustrating for sure. And I mean, like, like you said, you, you don't really know what you're gonna get on any given night. You, you you know why it's so frustrating? Because you've seen him, you've seen him at his best, right? You've seen him at his literal highest, is like a foot above the rim, and then you see him like, you know, I'm not gonna say tonight, you know, over other nights, but other nights where he just kind of blends in. You know, and it's almost like, yeah, he's capable of throwing it down. If Marcus Smart makes an unbelievable pass to him, yeah, sure. But, like, it almost feels like sometimes he's not capable of doing enough on his own. Somebody said in the comments he's just another DeAndre Jordan. I think that's a little mean. Um, <laughs> I think that's a little mean. Let's not go I, that's there. That's the word. Hey, DeAndre yeah. back in his day, though? Oh, he's yeah, he was. But he, but he couldn't <laughs> score outside the circle. That was yeah. a problem with DeAndre Jordan. The, the greatest – I've said this one before, but one of my favorite quotes of all time is Charles Barkley talking about DeAndre Jordan's oh, yeah. offensive game. He's like, if you locked him in a gym all night long and said he had – you know, with a basketball and said he couldn't dunk, he'd wake up in the morning with two points. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I just think his offense but, has yeah. always been limited, though. I mean, defensively, yeah, he hasn't looked like himself, but he, you see those flashes. I just think he's just unsure of himself on offense, you know? Even when he has the ball in the paint and he has – literally just have to turn around and look up, he'll turn the other way and look for the best pass, you know? 
I just think he's just been – he just gets flustered on offense. He, as soon as he has the ball in his hand. And without thinking, he finally makes a jump shot and it's, and it's wiped gone. away, you know. All right, guys, quick pause. We want to tell you about one of our sponsors, and that is INSA. We're welcoming, welcoming back INSA. INSA. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. It's one of Massachusetts' premier cannabis dispensaries, INSA, I-N-S-A. Their founders, Pat and Pete, they re-engineered the cannabis model uh, from what they sell to how they sell it. Uh, INSA dispensaries are inviting. They're modern. Uh, The staff are authorities on the science. Uh, They go in there. They can answer any question, difference between flowers, concentrates, uh, what you want to take for insomnia, anxiety. Edibles. uh, Hanging out with friends, whatever you want, they'll tell you exactly uh, what you need to fill your needs. Uh, world-class head chef there as well. And again, the founders, one thing we want to tell you about head them, they're chef. local. They're local. Uh, they're from they're from Western Mass. Salem. Not, yep. No. Oh, yeah. Located in Salem. but There's a location in Salem. They're from Springfield. Bobby yeah, jumped the gun because the, the Salem location <laughs> is near his house. Springfield. But they're lifelong pals from Springfield. Um, there's a couple of uh, locations out there, one near the MGM Casino. You can also go to East Hampton or, as Bobby said, Salem. Salem. This is the thing. Not enough people took advantage of this, so we're going to tell you about the deal one more time. If you go there and you mention that the Garden Report told you to stop by, mm-hmm. you get a T-shirt for a penny. That's literally all you have to do. And then you get anything else you want there, too. That's not on us, but the T-shirt is on us. One penny. You know what? And I have a couple T-shirts, and they're very comfy too. So yes. go to in- get that green one. Otherwise, go to insa.com or call eight seven seven five hundred insa for any uh, inquiries you have about anything else uh, going on. But if you want the T-shirt for a penny, just mention the Garden Report. Go get yourself some. Once yeah, again, ha- have a good time. Yeah, have a good time. Visit the various locations throughout Massachusetts or go to insa.com or call 877-500-INSA. I don't know, man. I think you got to adjust know. your expectations a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing is we had this, right? Like we did this. We saw We've seen this Rob and we had expectations for what he might be, which is a role player or a guy who could come in uh, and, you know, a couple of lobs. No, you yours, know, your expectations shots. were unbelievable. You were literally no, saying, "Wait, stop! This was two years. This was two years ago. Then last oh, okay, year, you're going back two years. Okay, last year he completely changed the narrative around him because he was doing stuff we hadn't seen before. He was passing great. He was playing with confidence. He was knocking down literally eighty percent of his shots. He was hitting jumpers from time to time. He looks like he's like what? Like like he lost the playbook." And like, what am I supposed to do when I'm out here now? He's just, he looks completely out of sorts now. I don't know what it is. I don't have that. I don't. I don't think any of us have the answer you're looking for. Uh, I will this say is a, that what, your expectations. Is, oh, somebody tell me something. Way this out of control of when you were. Process. You were saying, John. Bobby, what's wrong like with Rob? Future defensive, defensive player. You know, MVP type player and all this stuff. And I was like, Ooh. pump the brakes, buddy. Bobby, what's wrong with Rob? John was saying that about Rob. Bobby's I'm a, saying Bobby's what happened to him? On my side he, here. he backslid. I mean, bigger minutes for sure. Yeah, you were just getting in smaller doses against second units last year. And now he's going against first units. 11 and 2 with him as a starter. And it was the best basketball they played all year. 
and when his minutes ramped up. So I don't want to see. Let's not say exactly that. And he was playing Probably closing minutes too. Eleven and two yeah. is a Bobby size level sample size. It doesn't matter. We small sample size. doesn't matter. We were begging for it because it no, had to happen. And, and when it did, he looked amazing. We're he not. Did. We didn't. We didn't imagine this last year. We didn't. No, I know we didn't. But it was also, again, in my opinion, a small sample size and lesser minutes, like Bobby said. But he was and good all year. He was good all year, but he was good, like Bobby just said, coming off the bench, playing against second units, playing 15 minutes or 12 minutes a game. We were pulling our hair out because we wanted to see it. You know, his PER last year, my, my stat, was up there in like the top 10 of the NBA, and he was playing half of the minutes that everybody else was around him. So we were saying this guy needs to be playing more. Well, now he's playing a little bit more, and maybe we're starting to see some of the flaws in his game, whether it's mental, whether it's – physical um i don't know what what it is and that's why i wish i had the answer for john but i but i just don't i don't know he regressed i thought he's, he's just gonna be up and down all season I, I i because to me that's who this team is that's their identity they're they're consistently inconsistent and rob is a great example of that someone who can be literally the best big on the floor on a night where he's playing against other great bigs or he can be below average against a bunch of below average bigs and he should have dominated this game offensively i felt that there there was opportunities where he should have been more forceful and well, he hasn't developed throw. offensively doesn't right. have but the jumper but, doesn't hit the free throws doesn't really have much outside the pick and roll and you don't have too many pick and roll ball handlers on this nope. game Nope. And so Golden State did a good them. job of taking away the lob too. They were they they were keyed in on that. They were dropping times. back. They, yep. Yeah. It's easy to drop off these guards too. It, easy, easy to drop guard. off it. Yeah. They they, so they he's did hurt it. by this team, and you don't have shooters here either, spacing the floor around them. Uh, physically, he's looked fine to me all along this year, and honestly, the minutes he's putting out there for what he's doing have been good in my opinion. The net rating's real strong with him. Uh, you know, he's been impactful. He just hasn't taken over games he hasn't making a leap he hasn't progressed off last year unless right. you count the you know defensive strides being able to survive not following as much and lasting over a greater amount of minutes i count that as strides for him certainly it's just not as impactful as you would have imagined it being over a greater sample size like if we looked at his per 36 last year uh, and what that would have translated right. to this year it hasn't matched that you know nope. you were expecting massive numbers from him over 36 minutes and plus, I you, think opposing defenses too. They've they're they're hip to the to the lob. You know, they take that away right. from him. And you take Saw that away that from the his offense diminish. You know, it diminishes in a big way. And you you see Ime, especially in the preseason and and, and media day before the season started, uh, talking about evolving his offense. But he even said it himself, like it's gonna take a bit. You know, it's gonna take a while. And you know, on the di- on the defensive end, you you want to see him be, you know, more aggressive and. and be more of that guy we saw in sports last season, but he just, he's not always like that, you know? On the, I know. I, I want, he's always been limited. He's, he's still, yeah, go ahead. He's Jimmy. still, still kind of a project in a way. I mean, when you talk about Rob, you talk about what you think he's capable of based on what you've seen in spurts. And I think that's his value right now. I mean, honestly, if you're talking about, if you're ever talking about including um, Rob in a trade for another, you know, a star or something that com- comes back, you're trading him, selling selling him to a team basically on the on the hope that he turns into the player that you think he can be. You're not basing it on here's this long list of games and production that you have that you can rely on him. You're you're basing it on okay, well we've seen him capable of doing this. We've we've seen him do this in spurts. We've seen him do this in, on this game. But they're all 
just as many games, if not more, where he's, you know, just kind of another guy on the court or, you know, a step behind or, like Bobby said, you know, just not polished on the offensive end. So that's, that's the problem right now is that you're, you're in this point with Rob's, in Rob's career where you're expecting a lot more than what you're actually getting. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I'm pretty disappointed, uh, for, as you know, from the start of the season all the way through because I think he showed up out of shape. I don't think he showed up buff from working out. Yeah, I, think he just show, I think he just showed up heavy. Um, I don't, doesn't look to me like he practiced basketball in the off season because there wasn't any particular skill that got better, you know, and you didn't hear anything about it. Like, oh yeah, I worked on blank. It was just like, yeah, I'm, right. I'm here. I am Rob Williams. And that was it. <laughs> it was like, I hope to play 60. Games I hope to play 60 games, like really lofty friggin' goals. You know, his, his uh, hands weren't great in this one either. So many drop. Balls no, that was there. what was oh, killing okay. me. It's just like, like I said, you see him do the most graceful things and then you see him just just batting the ball around. It was just such a mess. You know, so though know. his minutes defensively out there, they held it down. I mean, they shut off the Warriors for large stretches of this one. That group with him in center and the three wings and smart early in the fourth there. And again, the merits awesome. of a three wing lineup, Bobby, and we talked about it. And I saw you tweeted it there. I mean, you know, that's why I was psyched. The the one strange thing about tonight that I was excited about with all of the, you know, you're not happy that a whole bunch of guys went into COVID protocols, but it forced the issue where they had to play the three wing lineup. And a lot of us were like, finally, let's see what it looks like. And then Romeo was yeah. terrible. Was, you know, there wasn't, unless you were going to do Rob and freedom, there wasn't a double big one. Rich, Richardson was possible, but you were also, he was going to play. They were going to play an extra guard there for sure. Um, yeah. And, and Richardson and awesome in this one again, like yeah. just coming back again, hitting shots, making plays, defending. There's no case. I said this on the text thread during the game for any of these young guys over him right now. We thought someone was going to blow by him, and he is just levels above all these young wings mm-hmm. and guards on this roster. But that's not, that's not the argument we were making last year, Bobby, to be fair. What we were saying is you know what you have in these guys or in the guys that they're playing, but you want to see the ceiling of the younger players, which you'll never reach unless you give them consistent minutes. So you can't play Neesmith for 10 seconds one game and be like, look, he stinks. And this guy's better. You need to bite the bullet and play him for 20 games, 15 to 18 minutes a night to see if he can give you consistent effort. This in and out thing and out of the rotation and not knowing where you're playing is impossible to gauge whether or not they're actually good. But what coach is going to play a guy who's worse than another player? Just for development? I mean, this isn't a A lot of A lot of teams. It's not about who's a better player. It's about fit. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, that's why you see certain guys, like, for example, Luke Williams in Atlanta has been one of the best top five players on pretty much every team he's played for, but he comes off the bench because he fits in well with what they're looking to do in a reserve role as opposed to a starter. Same thing with a guy like Jamal Crawford, you know, for years. So it's not that unusual. But and there are young guys have to show you something. There are other teams that do that, though, Bobby. There are other teams that spend a lot more time developing their younger players because they know they're losing teams. But they know that they're going to need them. You know, they know that you're going to need them down the road when you're burning those assets by not developing the players or giving them a chance to develop. Then you're stuck in this cycle. Like you can find these guys all over the place. Like if it's not Josh Richardson, it'll be someone else of his ilk. You can find these guys and give them. 13 14 15 million dollars and get stuck in a cycle of mediocrity which is fine or you can try to develop your play younger players 
and risk not being as good, but also the possible reward of them being better. I'm not saying they will right now. We're not sure. All of the early returns are not great, you know, but you'll never get there by just playing them sporadically. You have to commit and say, and you were seeing it. You're seeing it a bit from Romeo. You just, he can't. You see what those things for expectations. He can't so quite get there. The right. are. Yeah, like, yeah. But I think that's why you can't guys. carve out that, you know, every single game, you know, the young guys in this league who show you promise, they'll put up a 20 point game. I don't know. I mean, who is, uh, who is it on Miami Sherrod? Gabe Vincent comes off the bench for them and hit seven threes yesterday. Could you fathom Romeo Pritchard, Neesmith, any of these guys doing that, even with the opportunity? I mean, we've seen them individually seen or combined. No. Parts. Yeah. So no. at the end of the day, like I agree with you, John in premise, develop. Fine yeah, it, but these guys might not be it. I don't, I don't disagree. Yeah. They might yeah, not be it. Right. I'm Especially almost, someone. I'm almost certain they're not. Especially someone like Neesmith. I thought this was a golden opportunity to have one of those games. Oh, I mean, missed so many, so open many threes. wide open threes deep in the corner. And the Warriors are like, yeah. why, why do we respect this guy? He hasn't. And why is it taking it him us? so long to load that shot? Smart found him in the corner. The guy was in the paint. And the guy got all the way out to him by the time Neesmith shot it. I was like, whoa, this, this load, this flow of Neesmith's progression right now does not look smooth at all. And he never had the quickest release, even in college, but I don't know what's going on there. It just doesn't look right. And he missed a free throw, too. And some of them are, like, halfway down the hoop. It's like it's just he's almost there, but, you know, he's got it. Today there were a few in and out. Today there were a few in and out. That was a little – Yeah. Green followed him and bailed him out, too. Yeah. You got to make those shots. You know, not Uh, every single one of them, but you had to see at least half of those go in or – I'm done with this game. You're done? <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Damn. 49 There's something, mark. though. I know you guys were joking around Your about the Your cousin won, bro. I, you should be happy. I know you guys are joking around about the names I throw out there, especially former Celtics at the bottom of the roster, but Max Struess, Garrison Matthews, some of these guys they've had in camp, young players that could have had roster spots. To see them thriving in other places maybe points toward the development of the Celtics here. Maybe it's not Romeo and Neesmith and Pritchard and all these young guys. Maybe they just can't develop any of these young players or mid-tier rotation players. And other teams like Miami and Toronto. You talking about guys like Garrison Matthews? I can't. That one just makes my head spin. How a team I, just, I threw his name out there so to badly. trigger you, Bobby. I, yeah, I fully did that to trigger you. That's that's. I just guy. I just saw on Twitter he just signed a four year deal with the Rockets. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's get them all riled up. You know what though? We can. That's the first about, big failure of the Eme Brad era. I was waiting for John to transition from Max Trust to to Kyrie, but but it, <laughs> I guess we're in the uh, Matthews portion of the. We're gonna get that when when you guys are done here. We'll do a little Kyrie and we'll put a bow on it. You know what though. <laughs> They shorten the preseason, right? They shorten the time that these guys can get together and meet. So that shortens the time where the coaching staff can really get a, a good gauge on some of these guys. A guy like Garrison Matthews isn't going to have the role that he's had that he has in Houston. He, you know, he, he needed that bigger opportunity to show what he was capable of. So good for him. I don't know if he, he didn't play that. at all here. Exactly. Well, of course. But again, like you shorten the preseason down, you shorten training camp, you shorten all these things down. What, what, what are the Celtics supposed to do? Take a flyer on some guys that never played with them? Or are they going to go with a veteran that they at least know can play the game of basketball? And You've kind Listen, of Garrison tied their Matthews, hands behind their back. He, he was a starter with the Wizards, and he had a big, big sample of three-point shooting through his first two seasons where he was a phenomenal marksman from deep. 
This wasn't just a G League guy they pulled right. out of nowhere. In, in fact, that, I thought in it was that a, case, sure. I thought it was a heist when Brad signed him. And, you know, I was on Parker's side. And, you know, we said Parker as a 15th man, you can't beat that. So I wasn't, I didn't have all the foresight there, but to see him going off like he is from three. Bobby, you failed us. Yeah. I blame his fault. Bobby. Not pretty. It was Bobby, a tough call. Bobby, you should have banged that drum a little louder. You didn't make yeah. a big enough case for him, man. It's your well, fault. You have the power. The, doing now. the power of the pen. Sherrod has single handedly had. A number of players signed, whether it's to the Pistons or to the Celtics over his career. The power right. of By the way, uh, Marcus Smart. Will Bynum. I, Will Bynum. Will, Will Bynum actually gives Sherrod 5% of his salary. That's my guy. By the way. <laughs> Will Bynum. That is your dude. What's up, what's up Bobby? Uh, Marcus Smart said, <laughs> I wish it could have been us on Isaiah Thomas signing with the Lakers. Said he advocated for him. But you can only do so much. Wow, interesting. Yeah. I just saw a clip of because um, I was scrolling on Twitter while coming. you guys were talking. Um, Isaiah Thomas checks in in the game to a standing ovation tonight for the <laughs> Los Angeles doing. Lakers. I like it. He uh, six. He's played six minutes and has six points. Of course, he's so a lightning I, rod. I mean, he's a I, lightning rod out there. Well, let's segue. Isaiah's yeah. back, and who else is back? Kyrie. Kyrie. This I mean, guy. Yeah, Partially back. Here. They Partially both play for Boston. Both of them are both play. I guess the shoe post was ominous. It was. Yeah. It was. Well, so everyone's all in a tizzy over this because of, like, the Nets being hypocrites. I'm going to say this. Though. I'm not a Kyrie Irving fan. I obviously am a huge advocate of, you know, following science, getting vaccinated, be safe, do all that stuff. I don't give a crap that the Nets went back on their word and brought him back. The season's crumbling. They've got Durant playing 45 minutes a game. Half your team is out every single week for COVID. And why are they you, out, John? You've got us. It's fine, but you've got a superstar sitting there. And I know you thought it would have been disruptive to have him play some and not play some. You know what else is disruptive? COVID knocking your guys out for five and six right. and seven games at a time. So ultimately right now, if I'm the Nets, it would be stupid not to bring Kyrie back. Like I no, get that. It hypocrisy. would be stupid to bring him back. Why? So Why? Crazy. You Why? Have... They're trying to stay on top of the, the trust. They're trying stay to stay alive here. Yeah, I'm just saying, he, and he's probably going to get COVID like 10 seconds into his first game. But then he'll be able to play every game need, after that. Cause they need to win games. <laughs> they Bobby. need to win like, games. <laughs> Because they're it's all like getting a, it, Bobby. They're all going to get it now. Kyrie, Cross Kyrie that bridge Irving, and then on the other yeah. side, you know. Yeah, Kyrie, Irving, on the other gonna, side of it, he's like, good. Now I got that out of the way. I'm going to play. Yeah. Right, exactly. He's, I mean, he's not going to spread it any more than anybody else is already spreading it. So you might as well play him. The whole, you know, listen, he would be the, he would be playing if New York allowed him to play. That's what it comes down to. It comes down to the state not allowing him to play. That's how he would be playing. Started. The state didn't allow him, exactly. so the Nets it's, are like, well, it's not the Nets the, are like, this sucks. Yeah. So no, I don't want him no, here. It's not, he's no, not the no, only. No, he's no. not the only NBA player playing the right Nets now without being vaccinated. The Nets could have honored see, this though at the beginning, though. So see, let's not right. act see, like I, it's all on New York, but you know, yeah. Right. No, no, they could have, but they thought it would be distracting, or they thought it would, you know, screw up the level play. But half their team is out now. It's not going to screw anything up because half the guys aren't even on the court to begin with. You have to play bodies. I mean, it, I totally get where they're coming from by bringing them back to play. Now, do I hope it completely backfires? Yeah, of course I do. But I understand why they're doing it. Well, I understand why they're doing it. But I, I, my issue in all of this, and I, my, my issue isn't so much with Kyrie, uh, because he, he it made his position clear, and he's not budging from that. My issue is with Brooklyn. 
when you come out as hard as they did in October talking about, you know, we're not going to bring any back, anyone back unless they're all in. Uh, this is about, you know, sacrifice and, and team chemistry building and all this other stuff. And then you hit a little, you, you hit a, a, you know, a bump in the road with COVID now. And now all of a sudden, all that stuff that you, you were talking about, which was supposed to be part of your culture, and now all of a sudden that's bullshit. We're just going to bring him back in because we're trying to win games. Don't talk to me about your culture and why you're doing things. To, and then you do a complete like this. That's my no. issue. My That's my issue with Brooklyn. I know, but, so but sure. What about Please this? What, the what? You, the release that they put out there about them bringing him back, using COVID cases as an excuse for bringing back a guy who's unvaccinated and going to be extra prone to picking up COVID it's just nonsensical beyond all the reasons Sherrod just talked about there. The league's in a crisis mode right now. I know, but again, Bobby, what's the worst that happens? I mean, he gets it, misses 10 days, then he plays road games yes, again. Yes, but that's not the point, John. Right now you have 60 cases, 11% of the league, and you have a guy who's going to be on the court, unvaccinated, potentially spreading it. To other but people there are the other players. Play- Bobby, 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 he's not the only one. That's the point. He's one of what very few. What we're missing in all of this is there's unvaccinated players currently on the Celtics, and nobody's yeah. freaking out over them. The only yeah. reason Kyrie is We don't know that co- for a fact. There's the only we know it because they said it. We didn't yeah. hit our we didn't hit well, the Bobby, threshold. If, they told if, us if, Mass, if Massachusetts had the same laws that New York does, then we would know a lot more. We would know a lot more. So yeah. the thing is, it's not the outrage over the unvaccinated player. Right now, the outrage is over Nets hypocrisy, which I don't right. give a yes. crap about. I don't give a no, crap it's about the time it. Too the NBA is really trying to solve it. I don't give here. a crap you know about. You know what? Things, it doesn't matter. Change. You make yeah. a, it. Does you know, matter. You know what, though? Things change. You know, what, what they said when they said it was probably true at the time. And now what they're saying now, listen, you can't tell me that they would bring Kyrie Irving back. It's bogus. Without running, you know what without, it is? It's, it's not bogus. Without, without, yes, running it it by, without running it by Kevin Durant and the rest of the team, James Harden, those guys, you don't think they want – they you were on they board then. Kyrie back? They, I think now they started it. Now. I think yeah. they started it. They're like, look, you, we need yeah, a back. You, you, yeah, so it's just so to Sherrod's, what Sherrod was saying earlier, how you need to be all in, you need to be all in. I guarantee you the players want Kyrie around the team. I want, oh, they, absolutely. They that Kyrie absolutely. is, Kyrie right. is all but in, back in, that, then, in that sense. Jimmy's right. Sure, back I don't then, care about what the players Jimmy's say, there. Though. Back then they didn't. So again, this, and I, I, like I said, it's the, the hypocrisy of an organization doesn't matter to me at all. Like you've got like teams like culture, character, blah, blah, blah. And then they draft a guy who's got like, you know, two arrests and a domestic issue on his resume. And they're like, mm-hmm. I hope nobody notices. And then they feign outrage when people find out about it. People are looking for ways to win at all times. Every franchise does it. Nobody's that classy and nobody's above it. But in this case, it's just simply a, this was the case then. The case yeah. now is, screw That's it. That's not we what need, this is about. Screw though. it. We need the bodies. We need the yeah, bodies. The we got, they're yeah. using, they're using a league-wide... I don't care about winning. I don't care about any of the. No, but I'm saying that. But that's why Brooklyn is doing it. That's what this whole thing is about. That's what they do. That's what. That's what. That's what it's. They do. They they care about winning over any perception about their culture, any perception about whether they're they're hypocrites, which they are. They don't give a f about that. They just care about trying to win. They just care about winning right now. So I don't care yeah. that they're hypocrites. They are hypocrites. I don't. I, I do care that Kyrie's not vaccinated. I think he should be. All of those things could be true. I also don't give a crap that they went back on their word. I really don't. You know. I don't but care. I, the that's reason, not yeah. what I'm worried about, John. What yeah. I'm worried about is that you are in a crisis situation in the NBA right now, and you are using that as an excuse for bringing back a guy who is not vaccinated. 
you're introducing and at this time where vaccinated players Bobby the reality is I don't want to I don't want to get into I don't want to get into a, you know where I stand on all of this stuff and you know my stance is very pretty strong right now I think I most of the, I'm not even I think, talking about I think Bobby 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 I think most of these guys aren't because they took Johnson and Johnson or something nine months ago and all of that stuff's worn off and the Omicron thing is spreading and everybody's getting it left and right. So even people you're calling vaccinated right now probably aren't and they're getting dinged with it. So I don't think that Maybe, Kyrie's, I don't think Kyrie's inclusion here among other non-vaccinated people, whether their vaccine wore off or they chose not to get it because there still are a few but people not, that have. It's not equal. Makes him unique. It's, it's, it's not, you know, it's not equal. Yeah. They are using a situation in the league this is exactly what they said in the release we have a situation where our players are getting covid where our players are getting injured so we are bringing this guy back this is the reason we're doing this it's not because we changed our mind it's not because the players changed their mind although that's in part of it that they mentioned there we have covid cases so we are bringing back a guy who's unvaccinated think i don't care about the hypocrisy preseason versus season now you have a league right now that's trying to solve this issue and you have a team right and the, now Ky- the Kyrie's that- really the Kyrie issue is not going to make a, a big difference so, so then yeah. he gets, you don't think so, so? Then he, so, no. so then he gets covid and then he sits out like john said he sits out for the whatever that's many the days. problem as we said You're bobby bobby the, the Cel- right bobby the celtics confirmed before the season began they had multiple people they weren't even close to that. Uh, so right now you're going we're going to get our we're panties not talking in the about bunch the celtics but right there Same are thing, people the there difference? already doing this so what's the difference yeah, the only difference is the state the only difference is the state i don't know that for certain we do know it for certain they told us unless they got vaccinated since that statement so i guess yeah. i don't know if they have or not all yeah. I know I don't is either. that the Nets had a stance and they changed it because players again called Which is fine. It isn't. It isn't really. It isn't. It isn't. It's not oh, nonsense. Yeah. Look what you did to Sharad. Look at Sharad got mad and he left. <laughs> we're trying to figure out we're trying to figure out a solution on what's going on in the league right now. And the Nets just completely The solution is they have effort. to the NBA probably has to like the NFL is doing, they probably have to change what their initial policies were for positive cases of COVID because if this Omnicon uh, variant is extremely or like not, you know, no, basically no symptoms at all, or it's super, um, you know, not strong or anything like that, then theoretically maybe they think you can still play, you can play through it or you can play and take other precautions. I don't, I don't know. Um, but I think that's probably the biggest thing. And like John said, if all these guys took the J and J shot, however long ago, if it's all worn off by now and no one's gotten their booster, and Kyrie Irving's really no different, than, really not much different than anybody else who got the shot that long ago. So, yeah. so anyway, at this point, it, it is what it is. Kyrie is back. What is interesting is obviously it makes the Nets more interesting. It makes the Nets better at least half the games. Uh, it's a really interesting thing. How does this March work? 6th. How does this Kyrie work? Kyrie will if- be back in the garden. How does this work for Kyrie? Like, is he going to do press conferences where he has to talk about the every game he talks? People are going to be like, so you're not going to play the next one, huh? You know, like, it's just it's a we've never seen anything like this. You know, all of, I know, right? The initial the initial reason still going to be there, <laughs> you know, it will be a distraction. But, you know, what, guys, this is sort of this could be Brooklyn's or it has been Brooklyn's MO from the very beginning. Right. Us against the world. Us against, you know, no one is convinced or not even convinced, but no one is a big fan of the three of us coming together. And 
because of COVID last season, because of injuries, you know, they, they weren't they weren't able to make the deep playoff run that we all anticipated. But then now you turn, you know, you turn your, your eyes on to this season and you have more distractions and more things in a way. But then this is sort of their MO. This is their makeup at this point. And I think that guys like Durant were like, look, we need some help here. You know, things have gone south in the sense of everyone is, is getting sick or, or, or have, and he's going to be amazing. Protocol. So why not just bring this guy on board at this point, you know, and, and so we can salvage this season and, and try to try to be on top again by, by the beginning of the playoffs. He, he's, he's fresh. He's off a 50, 40, 90 season. And, you know, it's just, he's a plug and play guy. He's going to make the nets nearly unstoppable with those three guys rolling right now. It's just, this is going to continue until the playoffs. I don't think at New York City's getting rid of those restrictions anytime soon. So in a seven-game series, are they about to play him for the game, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, New York, than zero. That, stuff's, that stuff's going nowhere, and it is going to be a mess, and it's going to be messy, um, and it's going to be interesting as hell. Um, and he's going to be under a spotlight because you're right, Bobby. Like I said, you know, whether or not Kyrie's contributing to the problem or not, doesn't matter because a bullseye's on his back any more so than anyone else. Like I said, anybody who has an expired vaccine or uh, didn't take one and is playing in the NBA right now or whatever, um, the bullseye's on his back because of who he is and what he's decided and the stance he's you know decided what, to take. So this stuff's going to follow him all over the place, you know? And the crazy Toronto, part ahead, about all of this, the crazy part about all of this is that without Kyrie, guess who's been the best road team in the NBA? <laughs> The Brooklyn Nets. So you better believe if Their they defense have any has been struggles, phenomenal. yeah, he, he is. Not only is he going to be a catalyst in terms of of just the attention that he's going to get by coming back, but if that team loses a couple of games along the way on the road, knowing that he's not going to be able to help them at all at home, he's going to come under even more intense heat and under more intense scrutiny. And Kyrie, we know he generally doesn't give a f about that stuff, but his teammates. They're going to have to clean that mess up. They're going to have to answer those questions. And at some point, players are going to get sick and tired oh, and of they, that crap. I, I don't That's know what I mean. It's, it's going to happen. It's you, going to be it's a going to Yeah. It's going to be a, a real hot mess. And, and it's like, I don't I think, think the Nets are understanding what they're getting into by opening this Pandora's box. Well, they love that, Sharad. They love that. I mean, this is a defiant group. KD, Harden, Irving. These three right. do not care what other people say about them. In fact, like John said at the beginning, I do think Kyrie is the back of the players here. I think a lot of guys around the league had a lot of hesitancy about getting the shot, went ahead and did it anyway. So I don't think there's any yeah. ill will anywhere in the NBA over what he did here no. and the decision he made. So they, they're they going to welcome him right back with open arms like they did from the start. I do think there was some confusion there that he actually went ahead and took all this time off here, but now he's back. I think it's telling that the team did make this move. You wouldn't get it without the approval of the players here. So they're going to be a force. I mean, the Celtics got them three times over the next month and a half here, and they really haven't come close to touching them the last two years here, but they've been fully loaded. So there's a new favorite in the East for sure. I'm worried about the Bucks. I picked the Bucks preseason. They're missing Lopez. I don't think Lopez is coming back. I don't like where their depth is at. Steven Chenzo's taking a little bit longer here. Uh, their point guard depth isn't amazing. And the Nets, the defense that they're playing right now, the way Aldrich has gotten rolling, they're going to be so hard to beat. The thing about the thing about Kyrie, you guys are talking about media, media, media. Don't forget, he doesn't have to say boo to the New York media. He doesn't, ever have, doesn't have to go to the arena. He doesn't have to talk to half of the reporters that aren't going to be traveling, I'm sure, or more. I mean, I, I can't imagine it's even close to 
what it typically would be. So he's going to avoid a lot of that drama. Yeah, he's going to get the. They'll keep it back, tight. You'll get the back page headlines. Yeah, I mean, you got you guys who report in the Celtics. You know how, how tight the media relations can keep it with guy, making guys accessible or not. I mean, they don't. That's a tight on Zoom. Yeah, th- there's no locker room that all the reporters are waiting for Kyrie Irving in. So it, it's going to, to me, it's not going to be that big of a distraction at all. If anything, I mean, the Nets just got that much better. They're probably they're happy to go on the road. When the playoffs start, they're happy to be the road team. So, I mean, it's a he no-brainer. Can't practice it's, it's, either, kind of, remember. it's kind of a no-brainer if you're the Nets me, at this point to do what they're doing. I think, actually, they, they got an exception shroud, right, in New York, that the practice facility is a workplace or something like that. So he might yeah. actually be able it's to practice. Loophole. Yeah, they did some sort of loophole there. So he might actually be able to practice and be around the team regularly at this point, which, I mean, we are kind of – pushing the second half of the season there's probably some thinking that this is kind of our integration period for him now and then we ramp up closer to the playoffs they cross their fingers that new york uh dumps that restriction by the spring and then he's back full time i don't think that's going to happen especially with the variant rising here now i don't think there's any chance that that restriction gets dumped by the end of the season no they're going to start locking for some of the games gonna, now they're going to start locking stuff down in new york so it's going to be interesting i think he's stuck with that for a bit so he's going to have to live in this world for a while um, cuz i don't new york's not going to change today was it. the biggest uh biggest case day ever in new york yeah yeah, it's getting messy, um, but Kyrie's back, always polarizing. We've got, obviously, a bunch of friggin' doctors in the chat, you know, uh, hashing it out right now. That wasn't our point. That wasn't the point. The point was, you know, the Nets went back on – The Knights went back on their the, – the Nets went back on their word. Kyrie yeah. Irving is back, for better or for worse. Uh, you know, as far as what we think, go get your friggin' shots, everybody. Be smart, be safe. Um, any other thoughts before we wrap it up tonight? Knicks are back tomorrow. No Kemba, though. That's a sad situation. Again, we'll talk about it more tomorrow. But holy wow, right? You know, uh, I mean, they went out. They had a bunch of people out with injury and COVID and this and that. And they're like, who are they going to play? I don't know, but it's not going to be Kemba because he's out of the rotation. Like, they won't play him even in desperate times now. It's insane. I don't. It shouldn't be this way. Understand it. It's crazy. Really. It's 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 been. It's not like like a locker room cancer something. I don't get it at all. I really don't. I mean, they're not um, playing. They're not playing great without him. I mean, they could use the. They need the bodies. Um, I think. Yeah, we all know firsthand that he's not the same Kemba as he once was. But man, I I mean, you tell me. You tell me he's an automatic DMP CD. It's kind of crazy. Should I bring up what I put in my piece, John? Yes. You've already put it out there, Bobby, so you might as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, now you have to. I mean, damn. <laughs> now you got to. There could be an opportunity here it. for the Celtics to bring him back. Maybe you flip Schroeder for him and a first rounder from New York. I mean, I do see bits and pieces. I'm sorry, what? The Knicks are trying Bobby's to trying. Off. He's trying hard. Yeah, knock it off. See? Look what she did. You just had me choke, man. Right I'm my water right there, dude. You, 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 I'm looking you up at you guys. I'm choking right now. Bobby, sell us on it. Go. I love it. I'm good. I just think it's a, it just think it's a fit for the Schroeder discussion <laughs> we've been having. You know, you can't re-sign Schroeder. Nick's are obviously going to get want to get off this contract if he has no future with the team here. They could just cut him, but that's 16 million. If Celtics are willing to take that on, and like John dreamed of last year, bring Kemba off the bench, play him 15 minutes. There's no load on the knees there. Uh, it's a possibility, right? If you get a first round pick right now, the Knicks' first round pick is number 10 overall. 
And no one's listening. Yeah. You would give a first round. No pick one's listening. Water. Everyone's done with Bobby's take. No, then I'm listening intently. I'm listening intently. So how about this? We promise we will discuss more Knicks stuff and these trade things tomorrow when they take on the Knicks. We're back at it. Uh, in the meantime, who is wrestling? Ninja, There's too much. That'd be me, Jimmy. I think. Ninja Jimmy right now. About to go Killing me with the friggin' all over the head. It was Bobby's dude. fault. No, your right. fault. You're making no, noise. No, but he made me do it, though. He Jimmy made wanted to hide. Yeah. He did. Bobby made you do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow, I will let you guys know again. It's a double duty situation. We got the Patriots as well. So make sure you subscribe oh, to our Patriots YouTube channel, Patriots Press Pass, for a post game show. Bobby, you made Bobby mad. Hey, I didn't. I didn't make Bobby mad. I think the commenters may have made Bobby mad. Uh, I I, before we leave, Patriots light. predictions. Pats win. Next question. Okay, that's what's one for the Pats. I got. I'll take the Pats. I'll take the Pats this week. I have uh, Mac Jones' first comeback win of his career. That's what's gonna happen. Like a fourth quarter, last last fourth quarter, last drive, last drive. Mac Jones drives them for a touchdown. Like just marching down the field, rips it down the field. I like it. I mean, listen. At this point, I, I'm not a. I wasn't a Patriots believer, but I have to say they've proven me completely wrong. So it's hard for me to bet against them. And I, I don't really believe in the Colts. I never will. Um, after what the will. Patriots did to them and what the Colts tried to do to the Patriots with Deflategate. Um, so I'm always going to take the Pats over the Colts. I just think that they're a better, much better organization, and always will be. As long as Belichick's coaching, I think I'll go with Belichick over whoever, whoever's on the oh. other side. That, I'm not, but that being said, Jonathan Taylor, I need a big, big, big game out of him for personal reasons. So I'll just leave it at that. Okay. All right. Do your thing. Yeah. For personal reasons, I won't get into <laughs> fantasy football. So no. I won't get. I won't get into Jimmy's it. Jimmy's definitely crossing the room. <laughs> yeah, you do not want to watch the game with me tomorrow. Eh? Looking for a high-scoring <laughs> game. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Thanks, guys, for watching. Uh, you know. Uh, and uh, we went off the rails there a little bit, but anyway, yeah, we did. Uh, it's going to happen. But, you know, Bobby got hot. I, I agree with Bobby in principle, but I don't think it's, I think the world has changed now at this point. Things are getting a little bit weird, but still go get your freaking shots. Um, and that's it. Um, All right. Enough of the CNN segment. I have. Wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I don't want anybody to get the wrong message here. I disagree with Bobby in the sense that I don't think Kyrie is going to no change, message. Gonna we're change not, the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not telling. We're not telling people about COVID. We're just talking about basketball. And yeah, I feel like you guys are having two different the conversations. The two intertwine. Again. The two intertwine. So you gotta yeah. you gotta bring it up. So. Yeah. All right. We will wrap it up. Thanks.